the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. <clears throat> A couple things. Uh, I want to thank uh, all those who helped us move. We moved this week to a new place out in Goleta. We had so many people helping. It was just a great joy to Jan and I, you know, to, to be served that way. Uh, we're moving in uh, well. But every time she wants to move a piece of furniture, that means something else has got to move. So that means when one piece of furniture moves, everything else is adjusted again. So I think we're down to not moving the furniture now. We're, I think she likes it where it is. <clears throat> but the stuff on the wall, that's another story. <clears throat> Today... <clears throat> The Lord speaks very directly to us because he's after our hearts today. He's not after our exterior, how we appear on the outside. He's after really how we, how we are on the inside. For he says to us today, how are you doing? And he looks in our eyes. He says, is it light or is it dark? Is your heart full of light? Is your heart full of heaviness or darkness? I remember one time <clears throat> I was at a conference and I was sitting with a very heavy heart. And Bishop Joseph walked up to me and said, what's wrong? He looked into my eyes and he saw the heaviness. He said, what's wrong? He says, well, I've got some really heavy thoughts. He said, stop thinking. Your thoughts will kill you. And he was right. And then one time, I remember one time, uh, Father Joseph Copeland came to me. I was kind of in the same condition. and I've been in that condition a lot, I guess, uh, now that I'm recalling that. He said, Father Nicholas, don't worry. It will pass. And then something else will come. <laughs> you chuckle at that, but you know that's true. So how is our heart today? How is that, that which is in our heart? For God wants our heart to be at peace. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, says St. Uh, Paul. Is your heart at peace? When you look in your heart, when you find that quiet moment, when you think about your life and the things in your life, is your heart at peace? For a sound heart is a heart at peace. You know, the Lord is very clear to us that peace is a high commodity in the Christian life. How do we start every litany? In peace, let us pray to the Lord. From the peace from above and the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world. Those are the first three petitions. What did the Lord, what did the angels say when the Lord was born on the earth? Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. And when the Lord returned again, he said three times to his disciples, Peace be to you. Peace, peace, peace. He said before he goes to his, his death and resurrection, 
He says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not like the peace of the world. That's a different kind of peace. Well, we think kind of peace is exterior. No, peace is interior. It's an interior peace. A peace that passes understanding. A peace that overcomes circumstances. A peace that rises above difficulties. That rises above struggles. And St. Paul says we have obtained access to this grace, to this peace. We've obtained access to it in our Lord, in our, in our baptism in Christ, in our union with Christ. We have obtained access to this grace, to this peace. But beloved, it means you have access to it. It's not automatic. Because Saint uh, King David said, seek peace and pursue it. It's not automatic. You have to seek it and pursue it. So how do we do this? So we have a desire to have a peaceful heart. What is our action? What is the essence of then our spiritual life in regard to the the way we act to obtain this peace? First, there's kind of prerequisites. You know, when you take a class and you look at the class text, And it says you have to have this, this, and this before you can take this. Well, as we pursue peace, there's three things that must be in order for us. First thing, we must be working on self-control. We must be in control of the body and the soul. I've said this before, you know, you have to kind of put a bit and a bridle on that body. And when that body starts running to a place it's not supposed to go, what are you supposed to do? You pull back on the bridle and you say, no, whoa, whoa, horsey, whoa. You pull back on that bridle and stop it. You have to work on that. Now, the body wants to move. It wants to have that kind of freedom. But you need to be in self-control and yank back on that body. So that's number one. And also control the soul. The soul can move toward anger, move toward bitterness, toward resentment. You need to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all His benefits. That's how you talk to the soul. Self-control. And secondly, we must have thoughts about God. You know, I was, I was coming... I was, as I was preparing this homily, I was thinking of how many thoughts I don't have of God and where my mind just goes. Goes to this place, to that place, and to this place. I go, no, come back. There's so many things about God we can think about. His, his life, His birth, his, the things He's done for us. Uh, we can read the Holy Bible. We can read good books. We can read things that fill our mind and our thoughts about God. So secondly, we have to have, be thinking about God as a foundation to peace. And then we must be disciplined in the spiritual life. We must pray. We must fast. We must give alms. Those are foundational things for peace. Now we're all working on them. So don't be discouraged. You all have the prerequisites. I know you. You have them all. So understand that peace is accessible to you now. You have access to this grace. So then how do we behave as Christian people? There are several things I think that are helpful here. 
One is that when we engage this Christian life, there's one thing that's a guarantee. Suffering. Guaranteed to struggle. That's in front of you. That is, that is what God said will happen. So we, we understand that that's going to be the issue. So, you know, when things are going well, it's easy to be at peace. When things start turning a little sour and there's difficulty, then the real Christian test happens. Is your heart at peace in struggle? So how to get it there? First, you have to learn to renounce your will. Renounce your own will. And I'll tell you a story about this. I remember reading this and kind of going, that's, a, that's an interesting idea, to renounce your will. So maybe God will give me an opportunity to do that. That's very hard to do. So I was arguing one day with a, a good friend of mine. We had had this argument ongoing, kind of a personal problem that we were dealing with. And I was outside watering my lawn, and he walks by. And I turn around, and there he is. And we start the argument again. And then I, back in my head, I realized, you know, the Lord says, renounce your will. So I told to him, a good friend of mine, good, maybe many of you know him, Deacon Stephen Henney. I said, Deacon, forgive me. This is my fault. And you know what he did? He turned around and he said, no, Father, it's mine. We embraced and the, and the whole problem went away. Why? Because I renounced my will. And so did he. And peace reigned. You know, by the way, for those of you who know him, his mother passed away down in San Diego, and he'll be visiting us probably within the next six months or so. So it will be a great joy to see him again. Um, so learn to renounce your will. See all things as for your good. Everything that comes your way is for your good. It's, God's, it's God blessing you. Maybe the hard way, maybe through difficulty, maybe through struggle, you know, I remember one time, well, many times when I played football, uh, why in the world were we suffering at the end of every practice, running ourselves to death? And many times, close to death. Why was this? You know, it made sense in the fourth quarter of every game I played. Fourth quarter, when it got down to the last possession, you need to have a good possession. That's why we did it. Because we needed endurance. We need to endure. So this, this issue then of understanding that God gives us struggle for our good, for our benefit, and so that we don't look at it resentfully or with, uh, with embittered heart, that we understand that if I can endure this, that God's giving me a lesson here, if I can endure this to his glory, it will benefit my soul and my soul will be at peace. I can find peace. You know, I come to times of struggle... I, the, the question I ask God is, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to teach me here? What's the lesson? And when you get the lesson, your heart calms down. All things are undeserved divine blessings. <laughs> All things are undeserved divine blessings. You know, sometimes we think we're owed. God owes me. You know, the, the trouble with God is a good God. And God blesses us. God pours out his grace and mercy upon us, gives us earthly and heavenly good things. But as soon as we think we deserve it, we're going to lose peace. 
We lose peace because our heart becomes unthankful. It become, it, we get to a point where we believe we're owed this. And so we have to understand that God wants us to be thankful before him in times of struggle and see these things and all the blessings that come to us with a thankful heart that it's really a, a blessing that God has given to us uh, undeservedly. So, um, lost the microphone. Maybe that's God's will saying this. This is not a very good homily, Father Nicholas. I'm going to take the mic away. And so, um, so these things are important to us. When the struggles come, we renounce our will. We see all things as good, and we understand that things God gives us blessings undeserved. Secondly, then, we have to begin the process of enduring. And the way we endure is to flee certain problems. To have peace in your heart, there are certain issues that you have to run from. The first are pride. You have to run from judgment and harsh words. When you fall to pride, when you fall to judgment, and then you start talking about that stuff, your heart will lose peace. You cannot be at peace if you're judging, if you're, if, you, if you're speaking harshly of someone else. How many times have you been at peace and then opened your mouth and spoken harshly about somebody and that peace went away? And you knew it was going to happen. You knew if you brought this up and you talked about this that it was going to happen. So we have to flee judgment, harsh words, and pride, and then we can find peace. We can endure the struggle. Secondly, we must be very careful of sloth and gluttony. You know, because sloth and gluttony are kind of, they hide like these little demons that, that masquerade as peace. I'll just kind of lie back and just let this thing go. I'll just go eat a bowl of ice cream. Well, maybe two bowls. Well, now that I'm at it, why don't I just finish off the carton? That peace is temporary. That's the peace that God didn't bring to us. And so we have to understand that we flee these. And then we flee petty and evil thoughts. Those thoughts that attack us, and, and the issue is those thoughts will attack you. Those petty and evil thoughts will come at you. The point is you have to resist them. You have to flee them. Let them go away. They're just knocking at your head. Don't let them in. Do not open the door. Do not invite them in. Flee from them. So we endure by fleeing pride, judgment, harsh words, petty and evil thoughts. Now it's time to build character in this effort of maintaining peace with God. How do we build character? In this effort, we begin to learn pray for others, especially those that afflict us or are difficult, or we're having difficulty with. We learn to pray for them. We learn to make them the top priority. They become the most important people in our lives. They, we pray for them. We put them at the top of the prayer list and understand that these people are the most important people to me. For to find peace with them is finding divine peace. To find peace with friends is one thing. 
find peace with this people you struggle with, that is divine peace brought about by the Holy Spirit. So that's where our prayer is. And then we try as best we can, as it says in the Beatitudes, to bring peace to others, to be peacemakers, to work hard at being a peacemaker. To be, and then we are called, the Lord says, sons of God. So, today God looks in our heart and says, are you at peace? Do you desire action? Uh, to act on this peace? And if you do, and as we build this character and endurance, we move to the place where God brings us hope, a hope that does not disappoint us, that hope that overcomes anxieties of this life. And then he builds in us, from this peace, he builds in us love, a love that overcomes bitterness, resentment, and anger. And then we find end of all our struggle, we find a trust in God. That God is my helper. God is my salvation. God is my hope. And that I depend completely and utterly on Him. And my heart is at rest. So, beloved, today, may your heart be at peace. May when God looks in your heart, He sees the light of peace. And may that peace that passes understanding be yours now and forever.